0: welcome to the success is my religion podcast the podcast where we study success from the perspective of african americans and people of color like a religion i am your host michael taylor also known as the success engineer i am a life coach and creator of the work hard philosophy for individual achievement and the founder of the work hard movement enjoy this episode I don't get no sleep. I you to Welcome to another episode of the Successes My Religion podcast. I am here with none other than Mike Loveless, my uh good friend from college and grad school, right? Um we went to Missouri Valley College together. Um, he is actually on the phone because we couldn't get the, the recording to work to link up, but this guy is an educator. He played football, um, all around good guy. Um, so welcome, Mike Loveless, to the Success Is My Religion podcast. We're going to discuss some things in education because he is an educator. And Mike Love, how did you get into education from way, way back, right?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. First, first, I want to say, uh, thanks for having me, Mike. Um, I love that you're spreading all this positivity through your podcast, empowering, you know, our people and everyone else who uh wants to listen. And, uh, I got the education. Um, it was actually because of the influences that were put on me throughout my educational path. And, uh, I found it to be very very enriching and rewarding ever since I've chosen it. It is hard, but it's definitely rewarding uh,
0: for sure did did you um, did you major in uh education like in undergrad yeah uh
1: actually when I came into uh missouri Valley um I decided to be a teacher I wanted to be a I really wanted to be a high school coach. That's why I got into physical education. Mm -hmm. But then after student teaching, um, we had to do six weeks of teaching with the little guys in elementary. Mm -hmm. And my first day of student teaching with elementary, I gave out, and I'm not exaggerating, about 40 hugs. (laughs) And that's when I knew that I was going to be an elementary school teacher for the rest of my life. And I've been there ever since.
0: Hey, (laughs) that's that's pretty dope. I I mean, once you get that that um that sign, like a lot of people ain't ain't looking at the signs of of when they going through their journey. Like you had an idea, and I talk about this all. It's reverse engineering. It's it's not a new concept, but I don't think we use it as it as intentional as we can and should. Use reverse engineering. So, just having a goal is going yeah. to put you in a better place than not having one and just going to school to be going to school or doing whatever you're doing just to be doing it. So, reverse engineering is taking that goal and and kind of positioning yourself for success for whatever that goal is. And yes. if you had that vision of I want to be a teacher, and then you and you said, when did you have student teaching? Because you had to go to you had to go to different class or different le- grade levels right
1: yes I had to go to different grade levels I uh, started you know my freshman year coming out of high school 18 didn't go into student teaching until I was I think like 23 22 23 and I was with middle uh, school I was with uh, high school and then lastly I did elementary and when I found out about all the love that they give in elementary, and they let you into a vulnerable spot. As, as human beings, we callous over time, and that's because we get hurt. That's because we know you know, a lot of people in the world don't mean you. Uh, they, they do mean to harm you, so we callous over time. But when we're young, they allow you to come in and plant seeds and help mold them. And I feel like people, um, I feel like myself, I can be trusted with that responsibility of planting good seeds, of steering them the right way, of letting little girls know that you don't need an agenda. I don't have an agenda for you. I don't want anything for you. I just want your future to be amazing. Mm. That's my goal in your life. Mm. And so those little things that they may not pick up through their family, through their friends, um, I want to be the one to help fill those voids and bridge those gaps. That's why I got with elementary.
0: Boy, man, I got some, I got some, uh, some dope people that I met in my life, man. <laughs> and, and y'all, man, everybody, you well-spoken, like Jason, well-spoken, Andre, you know, it, man, I'm, I'm just sitting here amazed that like what came out of what we went through. Cause you went through, uh, like you talking about doing your student teaching, was your student teaching in grad school? Is that where you did it? Cause you, you said you was older.
1: I, no, I did it right before grad school. Oh, okay. My last
0: semester leading up to grad school. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's powerful. Because like you don't even know what you what you want to do all the way up. Like you've done three and a half years <laughs> already. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you've done three and a half years, and you don't even know if this is right for you. So you uh-huh. know, taking a chance and and I talk about to to my students and everybody in general is that. Like, it's not a end-all, be-all. It's not what are we going to do the rest of our lives. We can pivot at any time. But just having the initial goal will get us to a spot where we can see. So if you would have came out after those three and a half, three, three, three and a half years and was like, this ain't for me, that would have been a good place for you to pivot and go another route. But we also need to use whatever you knew or whatever you learned from those three years that you were going on this path, and it will help you later on. Yeah,
1: yes, definitely. And being a man of uh, uh, a spiritual man, I already know that everything that happens in my life is to prepare me for the next journey I have, the next part that I have in my life. It it gave me the tools, or like you said, it puts you in the right position where you can see where you're going to go to next.
0: Mm Mm-hmm and ultimately I t- I tell people this all the time everything that you experience in life is preparing you for your ultimate purpose whatever you yeah. meant to do for uh to help others everything that is negative the adversity is 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 a part of it it's yin and yang I don't even know uh-huh. if I'm saying that right but <laughs> it, you need you need both of them you need the positive you need the and the and the negative because yes, I, I tell sir. I tell it this way, Jordan Jordan didn't didn't win championships his first seven years. He lost uh-huh. and lost bad yeah. <laughs> before he yeah. it, it, it it all came together. So it yes, uh, and and we like you are in elementary education, and uh, so what are some things that 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 you see that that can help parents out there parents are listening and students um hey um and what what can they do to prepare them for their next step
1: Uh, man it's uh, what i tell you is gonna be so simple but it's so powerful man Mm -hmm.
2: it's
1: love it's so many of our babies out in these streets that are lacking love like i have Kids that come to me where I have to deprogram them from what their parents say. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Why?" I have a little girl come in. Why are you crying? Because my mom said, uh, I, ain't gonna, I ain't nothing and I'm never going to be nothing. Just little stuff like that. And I have to tell them, your mom was mad. And we always say things, you know, that are out of, outside of our character or things that we really don't mean when we're mad. Mm-hmm. But you are amazing. Your words that you speak to them are powerful. They think you are the most important person in the world. So those the, the food of your lips can you you plant so many seeds in these kids. I see it every day. Sometimes I'm walking down the street and grown men come up to me and they I'm, and I'm like, "What is this dude walking up on me, Coach Love?" I'm like, "Wow, towering <laughs> over me, Coach Love." I remember when you said, "Blah blah blah." Uh-huh. Now I'm in college now. I remember when you said. And, and that's all I do. I speak it into existence. I just speak what they can do. So, as parents, what we need to do is raise the standard, talk those things that you may not even believe yourself. But kids are so resilient and so amazing, they will step up and rise to the occasion. If you speak that false prophecy over them, that's as far as they're going to go.
2: Mm-hmm. But if you
1: you're going to be so, uh, man, you are so smart. And that's one of the things my mom did. I struggled when I was in elementary school. And I was in, when I was in elementary school, I made, I, I was a uh, learning, I had a learning disability. And I remember one before I got straight ends, which is equivalent to S. And by the time, like, my mom just speaking life over me, you are so smart. You are so blah, blah, blah. You are so blah, blah. In college, I graduated magna cum laude. I went to grad school, graduated 4.0. They can't teach the year twice. That, I'm not saying just to, to say, oh, I'm so good. I'm saying it. Don't apologize.
0: Someone Don't put apologize. It
1: in me. Hey, someone put it in me and let me know you are a beast. Don't let this world tell you anything. Let, you, you are the one to, to, to put that shield around them so nothing penetrates them, but only good. Because the world is always going to be evil, and they're always going to throw darts at your base. So your job is to equip them with the armor so they can walk through any situation knowing they're going to be confident and survive and come out on top. Mm-hmm. That's our goal. We have to make sure that they know that um, self-control is very important. Mm-hmm. We have to let them know that education is very important. Education is not only what we learned in school. We have to learn, like you said, everybody's not equipped just for college. Mm-hmm. So you have to find out the need. What, what 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 does everyone need? And then you also have to find out your gifts. That's another thing. You
0: Self-awareness. Yes.
1: Self-awareness of those gifts. Because everyone, God made everyone on purpose. <laughs> so... You have something in you that no one else can do. No one else can do No one else can do. Mike Taylor better than Mike Taylor. Mm-hmm. So you know, as a parent, we have to steer you in those right directions, like letting you know, hey, you are really good at this. And I tell my students, if I see it a little bit, I'll tell them, I love how you are protected. Every time someone trips against her, you're the first one to run over. I love that in you. That is so beautiful. Hey, oh, you always are just a light. I love how you always make everyone smile. You work so hard every single day. That's going to bleed over in everything you do. Everything you touch is going to be done your best. That is amazing. That is the conversations we need to have daily.
0: Hey, and do you have any kids? No, I don't have any kids. Uh, yeah, so, uh, like, I don't have any kids either. and And... The uh, issue that I have is that, like, people are like, "Oh, you don't know," but I've been around kids for a long time, and I was one. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> I I worked in elementary school for three and a half years in special ed. Like, I'm like, I know what they what they do, and exactly. yes. <clears throat> so when we're talking about this, it's it's coming from a place of love and and empathy for. We we don't try to tell people or tell parents what to do. We just trying to give another option of a way to win. And yeah. coming from different backgrounds, we we understand like it, and you 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 touched on it is like they need to speak po- possibility into exi- into their lives. The possibility yeah. that they can be an astronaut and go to the moon or Mars or whatever yeah. in 20 yeah. 30 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. The possibility. Don't just say we just go you just go work a job to get money uh-huh. to to do whatever, you know, that that's terrible to me. Like they have so much to offer this world, which is more diverse than what we think it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And diversity is is one of the the keys to businesses success the biggest key yeah. that they starting to see like studies have been done the more diverse a, a nonprofit's board is the better that nonprofit is is serving yeah. the community yeah. and things like that so we have to my mission is to prepare the students and and also that mission is to prepare the parents to to teach those students that because the the generations that came before us taught us what they knew as far as their conditioning, which is uh, have a family, get a job, pay for that family, make sure your kids are good, and go, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's so much more possibilities now that yeah. that just that cut-and-dry cut way of thinking doesn't benefit us the most. It's a part of it. We use it, but we got to innovate that process right now.
1: Yes, that's ground level now. It's like, since we start on the shoulders of those who taught us, yes, we're supposed to do all that, but that's basic. Of course we're going to do all that. But like you said, we have to aim them at a higher point. We have to. It's all, And like you said, you said it's not an attack on parents because I expect when I do have kids, I, I am not a perfect individual. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be things that my kid may learn from someone else. And I thank whoever it is that teaches my kids something that I do not give them. Right, thank you.
0: Yes. And and that's where it comes in. Uh, vis, uh, it takes a village to raise a child. So every yes. they get it. They get these different lessons from throughout the village how to treat people, how to how to walk in in these certain types of ways, and and it's not just go to school, go to school, go to school, get good grades, get good grades. It's being an all-around human being to everybody. Uh, School is a part of the process. And I I did say this before, before we got on the podcast, is, like, school ain't for everybody. And you you don't Uh necessarily have to go to school to um, be successful in whatever you want to do nowadays. And that's another element to the possibilities of... Yes. Wealth and empowerment, yeah. <laughs> just uh, in yeah, our yeah, communities yeah. especially.
1: One of the things I think also, with, which some parents might have to step out of that comfort zone, but I think it'll definitely be great for their kid, is introduce them to different rooms, different uh, gatherings, different experiences, mm, mm-hmm. so they can be a civilian when they get older and they will be comfortable in every setting. Because in any setting, you can meet someone who is, will be integral in catapulting you to the next step of where you're trying to go. So if you're having a conversation with the CEO, you know, you can he might help you. If you're having a conversation with a person that just owns a whole bunch of business, but he's on the block, he can help you. You mm-hmm. know, just having these different conversations and letting and being able to talk on their level, which will make them comfortable. Mm-hmm. When you talk on someone's level, they're comfortable. So if you're talking on the street, you don't want to just try to talk over their head, and you want to be able to understand what they're saying. Same thing when you're talking with someone at a dinner party or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. We need to
1: introduce our our kids to different ethnic uh, ethnic groups, different uh, social economic classes, also. And uh, you said something but we just need to introduce our kids to just different things so they're ready.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and we do a good job of that because we already know we have to interact with so many different uh um uh, ethnic groups in general just living our day-to-day lives. Like we we don't we can't just go into a a, a all black environment or all uh, whatever environment and and see the CEO as as our dad or Uncle or whatever, we don't see that a yeah. lot. So yeah, yeah. and you 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 mentioned it like the being a chameleon. I know uh one of my one of our good friends, Kwood, he 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 was like, Man, you a chameleon. I didn't know what he meant by that um uh-huh. back in the day. But now I understand what he meant. I was like, I can jump from group to group and and, and speak on everybody's level which yes <laughs> that's that's just who i am like i look at um so when it comes to race and ethnicities and and the different things that are going on in society nowadays and i look at my close close friend group the it's kind of like the five six guys that one guy is married to is a black couple you know uh-huh. one, one is a mixed couple male male is black uh the wife is uh white um mm-hmm. then i have a, a, a all white <laughs> both the 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 wife and husband are white i have yeah. uh um a white male black black woman you know like all of these diff- like these are my best fresh friends and i got the whole gambit <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. of of individuals and i'm like what does love look like you know, if somebody could come to me and was like, okay. "Oh, you need to date uh, or marry a black woman." I'm like, "But, but look at, but look at the people close to me. Like, it it don't matter to me, you but know."
1: the possibilities, like you just said, the po- wide-nipit, like black women are beautiful. Yes. And yes. I would never not date a black
0: woman. Right. Matter of fact, I've been around them more,
1: so that's been predominantly what I've been dating, and that's. But if I'm around other ones and I see someone I'm attracted to, I've dated outside my race as well. So you got one thing that you said also is um, you said diversity and how diversity makes, um, diversity, makes nonprofits even more successful. So why not do that in your life? When you do that in your life, it's making you, it's opening your eyes to different perspectives. It's learning different things that may be cultural our people didn't tell us. Mm-hmm. So why not go with they, what they've been telling Oh, okay, I'm supposed to do this? Oh, you got, you got this going? Oh, you, you talked to a financial planner already? Oh, mm-hmm. let me get his number. Right. Okay, I need to, I don't have enough money. All I have is this. Oh, that's enough to start? I can start up my thing with that? Oh, okay. 25 years from now. Thank you right I have my retirement.
0: <laughs> right Right. see i mean and and we're not just talking about um interracial marriages or interracial relationship. it's just diversity in just your day-to-day lives like just go to a restaurant where you don't even like it may be more expensive than the ones you go to you know just try it out like the experience it yeah. is is the is the uh, most important thing. It, it, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Like, that's cool. I'm not telling you to date outside your race. If you don't believe that, do whatever you believe or anything. But just from my perspective, I grew up with the only black women that I saw were in my family. Like, I didn't grow up in that in that environment. So now I have a different perspective as compared to you, which you grew up in that environment. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> do I, do I, I think my, I, I love my family members. Like the, the women that, that raised me are beautiful. The, my cousins, they beautiful, but I'm not about to yeah. date my cousins or my aunts or nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so what do you do as a child? Like, all right, this is all I see. And I only got one, one black girl in, in my whole, uh, <laughs> in my whole, uh, grade or my whole class, school, whatever. Like, what am I? What am I supposed to look at? And I get that all the time. They people don't put limitations on people if you don't know what their background is. So nobody really knows that part of my life. I'm like, dude, I went to an all white high school, all white church, and then I have my family. You know what I mean? So that that puts me from another perspective. I'm like, who am I supposed to look at? Like,
1: <laughs> and, and that that brings me to living your truth. And because you you have to live your truth, because no matter what you do, someone will hate. You can be with a Nubian queen straight from Africa with her attire on; they think they cute. Why she got all that on? Why right. you think he? You can be with anybody. So why try to please? everyone? I, I I don't have to please anyone. I don't have to explain how I live my life to anyone. I'm in charge of my happiness. Mm-hmm. I'm in charge of my joy. So since I'm in charge of it, I'm going to do, I, and I'm going to move accordingly. And that's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying, oh, everybody trying to hate on me. That's saying everyone else out there who's listening to this, live your truth. Because you're the one who has to live
0: it. And you're the only one that can live it. And and you're going to bring whatever you bring. All all of these these people, these couples in the life, my life are... Or whoever, even the students, like, I deal with, uh, like, 80, 70, 70, 80 percent of the student population that that is in the school that I work at now is Hispanic. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I'm like, it's the same thing. I want them all to be successful. And because... In our society, we're moving towards a more diverse society, and the, and we're going to have to have leaders that are leading in the right way, not a, a vindictive way or a um, a, a a revengeful uh, way when they get up there because they're going to get those opportunities. They're going to get them even, be- even more than we did, you know what I mean, to be, be in some high-level positions. And and that's what we need to train them for at the elementary school level, all the way up to be more diverse. Be we already accepting as a people anyway, as, as especially black people, we'll accept anybody into the crew. The but the the thing is, is they a lot of people don't want us to see us being leaders, and yeah. and and that change that transition. Is is going to it's going to take major, maturity on our part because Michelle Obama said it um, best. Like when they go low, we go high, and that's not just saying that we we overlook what they done to us. It's we have to lead in the right way, not come yeah. back to being and taking revenge. Yeah, and we
1: that's one of the things that I love black people for the resilience of us. Mm-hmm. It's like we had to overcome. Like when we do face different times now, these different struggles and pandemics and all that stuff, we're not shaking. Like a lot of, we might be like, oh, we, oh, man, I really want to go out. I really want to, we know it's going to work. We've faced right. adversity before. Mm-hmm. And we've come out of it. So when adversity comes our way, it's like, okay, here's the next hurdle. Let me go ahead and get ready and get up over this. Yep. And I love that about it.
0: And and no, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, my favorite quote is every adversity comes with it. The seed of its equivalent advantage. So every mm. adversity you said, ta- you mentioned it earlier. We standing on the shoulders of others. Every adversity that they went through, we get that advantage year by year. Every, every new technology invention or whatever that helps us liberates uh-huh. us. And, and to be able to be independent in our thinking and all ways of being, like it's every adversity is seeds to our advantage. So when you talk about that student, that, that girl that came in, that she has to overcome what she uh, her parents uh, uh, programming. But that over whatever that adversity is, is going to be a seed to her advantage. However bad it is, and that's where I think we need to go as uh African American people of color uh we need to understand trauma and how trauma yeah. is 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 adversity, right, but uh-huh. we have to work yeah. our way through it. We have to get yeah. on the other yeah. side and thrive yeah, right. because of it, and yeah. that's my I'll be like, man, yes, it's hard, yes, it's tough, yes, it's terrible." But you have to figure it out. You have to figure it out because somebody is depending on you to figure it out because you're going to be able to help somebody else. You have to figure it out and you're going to be massively successful because it's a seed of its equivalent advantage.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) what we do with and that's how I, I love that and that's what you do when you do overcome it. You give that seed to someone else who's struggling with it so they can overcome it. You tell your testify. You give your blueprint. You know what I'm saying? You, you, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people, and I, I've been together it before, like I, when I had uh, the learning disability, I used to be so ashamed. I used to be so ashamed. Like I had a learning disability. Mm-hmm. They used to pull me out of class. I struggled with reading. I struggled with all that. But what is my, my shame, my pride? for letting a little young man or a young woman know I was where you were. Matter of fact, you are smarter than what I was. Mm -hmm. But look at me now. So if you look at me now, not only can you be where I am, because you're looking up to me, you can be over me. Right. So that's what we need to do with those seeds when we do get them. We need to plant those seeds in everyone else that's struggling with that same thing that we struggle with.
0: And 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 even like it's not even planning to see it's you can help them all the way through it now like you 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 on the other side like I'm on the other side of work hard like I I went through everything that you could possibly think of working doing I don't know anybody that that in undergrad at Missouri Valley if correct me if I'm wrong that was a student, was an athlete that played in two both semesters. Sport was in both semesters. I was a part of the uh American Humanics National Leadership Alliance for four years, got my certification, and was a resident assistant for two years. I don't know <laughs> nobody, nobody that did that. And and like I don't I don't want accolades. I don't want celebration. I just want acknowledgement that that's something different. Whoever did that was somebody different. And, yeah. and nobody couldn't, nobody can tell me that that I didn't put in everything for, for during my four years. Like, I paid for that experience. I'm paying for that experience. I got, I had 90, I got $90,000 in, in in student loan debt, but I ain't worried about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that investment is going to turn, it is going to, uh, it's going to, it's going to the return on that investment is is going to be monumental in in the work that I put and that was just the first 5 years of of the last 18 years so can you can you imagine all all the adversity that I went through for the past 18 years trying exactly. to get to the next level like coming from a a single parent home uh low income nobody guiding me in the right, like I had to navigate all of those circumstances. And then I started giving back. I was like, I'm going to be a admissions counselor so I can teach these kids the, the process and do all these things. And all of that stuff is adding up, adding up group fitness, adding up, adding up, adding to my talent stack so that I can yeah. give back in a monumental way. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. I'm about to give back in a monumental way. Through the whole gambit. I know from elementary school. I worked in elementary school, middle school. I was an elementary school kid. I did this. I did, you know, I did all of these things. Now I'm ready to give it back. Like, now I'm like, I want your learning curve to be boom, right there. <laughs> you, I just have to understand these one or two points because this is what uh, uh Michael said, the success engineer said. And uh I have to understand that because cause he's giving me the uh the tools to 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 look at it and analyze it while I'm in the process, so that yes. when I come out, boom, I'm already successful because I already been working it all out. Yes. Sorry, yes. that that took a long time, but I had to say that. <laughs> ah, you, you, man, that's
1: that's what it's about, man. That's about, dude. And, and when we do, when when we do tell people our story, is to empower them. It's mm. like, oh, hey, you you. And like you said, you can speak on different people's level. So when you do talk with someone, then they see how cool you are. That's what I do. I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 we're cool. We chop it up. They kind of know how I am as a person for the most part. And then, like, if they want to know a little bit more, they're a little hungrier as far as wanting more information or want to grow in any type of level, and I have something to give them, I let them know. And then I give them some of the things, you know, accolades, to let them know hey, this is not just words. Like, I'll put these words to action. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've done this. I've done that. And we're supposed to give back. I, right. I feel like we have a duty to do that as a culture because I feel like that's what a lot of other cultures have done. Yeah. Yep. And, and I think it's amazing. So I'm not talking down on Caucasian the Caucasian culture, because I love how they feed their kids. Hey, you're going to be rich. And they set them up financially mm-hmm. to, not, to back nothing. They, they, they can come back home. You can stay here. I'll pay for your college. I'll do all this. Yeah. So I love culture. So it's our job, if we don't have a financial to give, to give it in a different way.
2: We mm-hmm. need
1: to give it where other people can benefit from knowledge. Don't let that knowledge go to the grave with you. Why? Don't do
0: it. Hey, you speaking right to my soul right there. You, <laughs> you just <laughs> don't let it go to the grave. I cannot let this go to me because, like, After all of that, what I'm giving back is the formula, the work hard formula. So I did all those things that that's what I've been that's what I've been studying. I was like, I can't I can't just do fitness. It, It can't just be in one aspect. This is a life thing, because for 18 years of my life, I've been doing all of these things for a long time. Like you can't. You cannot take any one thing away from me that I want to speak on because I got 10 plus years doing it. You can't tell me nothing about like if I want to speak on fitness. Like I've been I was, I was an athlete like I've been I've been an athlete since I was in third grade. You know what I'm saying? And I teach fitness. I, I participated in group fitness for three and a half years before I became a. A instructor so and I was taking I was doing like 16 hours a week on top of working at the elementary school so you can't yeah I'm, I'm up here tell I'm giving y'all little nuggets of information that I know from being a practitioner of the work hard philosophy yeah. and then I put it in a <laughs> a formula this is all you have to do reverse engineering goal mindset plan action simple yeah you know what I'm saying? Are you willing to reuse knowledge, habits, and resources diligently? How simple is that? And I, and now I can take you all the way through the whole process. It doesn't matter what you want in your life. If that is a goal of yours, there is some way to get it. You just yeah. have to figure out the way. And what I did was simplify it to that. <laughs> Like, I'm up here tingling all over. But I simplified it to a way to where, like, you lessen your learning curve. Like, I can't tell you exactly how to go about it, but we can position you for it. And that's what that's what the, the work hard philosophy, the work hard for individual philosophy is, the book is about. It's a manual. This is how you use, these are how these words are used. This is what work hard is about the 10,000 hour rule, different things like that. It starts, if we can start these kids from elementary school, understanding that, hey, once I get home from practice or school or whatever, do my homework, boom. Just a, a routine, a success routine. And that's, and yeah. they talk about successful habits that people do. If we can start them young, are you serious? You know, like just being, I don't care if you you don't like school at all just being able to learn what you don't know until you can get to learn what you, what you want to learn about, you know, how powerful you will be. That's what we, that's what we did. I mean, we we ultimately got in careers or majors that, that we wanted to learn more from, but if you, if you can just learn whatever you need to know to get that degree and get out and and start learning what, what you, what you want to learn, like that's more powerful because you got you you know how to learn. So
1: Yes. And I had I had this one teacher, um, it was one of my resource teachers, so a special education teacher, it was in middle school, and she told me, she pointed me in the right direction. She said, Okay, when you and uh average and she like in quotation, student walks into a room and something is introduced to both of you guys that person, the other person, it might pick it up a little faster than you.
2: Mm-hmm. And I said, I
1: know. And I was like, I don't know why I just don't get it. She said, uh, oh, I'm not telling you that. That's not what I'm telling you. And she was like, but you work harder than any student in your grade. So if you put that work hard to whatever topic or objective you are trying to learn, when it's all said and done. You will know more than them.
2: Mm-hmm. After
1: she told me that, it, after that conversation, I start getting A's. I start setting curves. And that's what I need. That's what people need. Like you say, that work hard, giving them the, the, the equation. And I think part of that equation are variables. And the variables are what are you gifted in? And so I work hard with my gift. But mm-hmm. what
0: are you gifted in, and that needs to be a part of your equation. But uh, that ways. that and 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 y- it it is a part of the equation. But you don't know. You're not going to know for a long time. Like you didn't know elementary school was your was where you was going to be for a long time. So that work yeah. hard is there's that, that baseline, that foundation that you you have to know or you have to work for, whatever. In in pursuit of what you think, because it's going to produce something that you can actually see and touch, right? Yeah. So so that baseline is your work, like, it, it, and that's a common theme. Before, like if you listen to some of the past episodes of, uh, Jason's coming up next week, but um. Some of the past episodes, we had to work <laughs> like multiple jobs. We uh graduated usually during the great re- during the great recession. Everybody that I've talked to, we we um did during the great recession. We we graduated during the great recession, so we had to overcome some external elements that who 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 expects to put in all that work and just to come out to a a, a economy that has crumbled, 8.7 million jobs lost, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. That cause that then that all I all I could do, like I could not sit back and just wait for a job opportunity. I was like, I have to do something. I have to make money. Some stuff started kicking in. I I have to. So I just went to what I knew and that was work work hard. I was like I would yep. just do everything. <laughs> I don't know where it's gonna <laughs> land me. Well I'ma just do everything. <laughs> and then I was already conditioned because this is what the success will have. I was already conditioned to do more with my time as far as like even in grad school, like I worked at in admissions for 40 plus hours. Then I worked at the Hab Center for 18 hours or uh, 16 hours and also doing doing uh, homework full time, all of that stuff. Like I was conditioned for eight years, seven years. Eight years, whatever. To work hard, so I was like, yeah. if it ain't if it ain't working out just the regular way, I'm just going to a job forty hours a week, and it ain't giving me enough money. I might as well keep on <laughs> working even harder to get that money. <clears throat> yes, yeah. and that that is brings
2: me back to I feel like that is part of our culture. Like we we gonna have to work. Mm-hmm.
1: So. My thing is, you're going to have to work, and and you can even tell, like, if you have a student that may not have the greatest work ethic, it's like, you can either work doing something you love, or you can work doing something you hate.
2: Mm-hmm. Either
1: way, you're going to have to work, so you might as well work hard now, so you can work in what you love later.
0: Mm-hmm. And or like what you, know, what know. you will, what you willing to accept later. I mean, I don't want to, uh, like, I'm not contradicting you or anything like that. What you saying is, is, is right. I'm trying to enhance it. Like what you, cause we don't know you, you don't necessarily know. It's not like I, I talk to students all the time. These are uh, high achieving students and they like, we expect them to know what they want to do for the rest of their lives. And that's what that's the questions that we ask. So what do you want to do for the rest of your life? No. <laughs> like <laughs> that is that is a large undertaking for somebody that comes from a disadvantaged background to say, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I don't even know. I don't even know if that rest of my life exists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In a lot of cases, I'm and that's being real. Cause I watched Last Chance You, and and these dudes, they coming from some difficult backgrounds, and yeah, they don't know, like they just, and 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 it hurt me, it hurt me, Mike Love, it hurt me, watching these kids so so gifted, so so skilled, highly skilled, not being able to to do, have the transferable, understand that they have transferable skills. That will yeah. translate into and and pretty much what work hard is working hard is is providing you with those transferable skills to do whatever you want. So if those kids those those players in Last Chance you um was able to figure it out like you did and and as far as grades can't nobody no, stop you. You will not yes. lose. Like that's that's yes. the key slogan in my in my in my work hard philosophy. I won't lose, you won't lose, we won't lose. Like, I won't lose is that first step. You And I have five steps. Like I told you, I got it down to a science, my Love. Five steps uh-huh. to um, ultimate uh, success, right? It's I hate yeah. losing, I can't lose, I won't lose, you won't lose, we won't lose. So that progression is um, I hate losing is the stuff that we grew up in, the stuff that we cannot control. And this is going throughout our lifetime. So those kids that you we we taught and you teach in the elementary school, I hate losing. They they come from difficult backgrounds, right? Boom. Yeah. When we get up to kind of uh, about to graduate college, uh, high school um, and going into college, it's that man. I got to make. I can. I can start making choices. I can start. I'm starting to be more independent in my thinking, and I can start making some. Some changes in my life that I can control my future. So now it's like, all right, I'm doing it. I can't lose. And you in that that I can't lose stage for a long time. Probably I'm trying not to. I don't want y'all to be in it for a super long time. But but that's that's the 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 middle of that that key process of getting to that I won't lose stage. That yeah. I can't lose is. Like when I got out of college or uh, grad school, I was like, I put in work, I put in work, and people that didn't put in work was getting good, better jobs than me. I'm like, how do I put this all on a resume? Like they telling me I have a one page resume. My one page resume went out the window when I was in undergrad. You said, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How do I put that in on paper for somebody to see what I can bring to the table, what I did in each one of those jobs, what I. You know, I was like, I cannot lose. Like, I need to make some changes. And then, after I got out, uh, stopped teaching at the elementary school. That's three years after um I got out of grad school. Um, I started working at Avila, and then it was like, man, I ain't getting no money. Like, this is it's going on seven years. I'm out of grad school, uh, and I'm only making twenty four thousand five hundred dollars, and I put in all that work. I started saying I was like I will not lose. I am not, and and I have an understanding. <laughs> I'm telling you, right like, I was like I have an understand. I have a I have a a love relationship with losing. Like I understand the process of losing for seven years before you you win that first championship, Michael Jordan. You know LeBron James. Kobe Bryant, you know, all of these people lost for a long time. I understand. But what we have to do is learn from our losses. And that's what that statement means. I won't lose is even though I'm, even though I lost, even in loss, I never really lose because I learn. And, and it's going to help you be successful. And then once, and once you get past that, I won't lose stage. And and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm still on the edge. I think I still like that's my that's that's where you stay most of your life. But now, to 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 leave a legacy, you have to go. You won't lose, which is those people that are around you. Just by your essence, yeah. just by your aura, just by you being in that environment of teaching and being around your family and kids and all those. That is your your ethos. That's what they call it. Your ethos is success success rubs off and people see that yeah. and people are drawn to yeah. that people are attracted to that and then you get to a point where now you have to you you have a formula. Me in my case I have a formula so we won't lose. Now I can give back in a way specific to what I know that is going to help other people behind me so I can leave that legacy and so that I won't lose you won't lose we won't lose and I I was like that's it. That's the key to life is to give back. The ultimate key is yes. to be able to give back. But you don't you cannot in a, on an airplane. You cannot uh, if the plane is going down, you have to give yourself the oxygen mask first before yeah. you even yeah. if you have a kid, you have to put your oxygen mask on first. So you have to be truly successful in yourself before you can help somebody else. For you can yeah. so you can you can change their perspective so so that's what we need to get to is a place where we successful ourselves we we can help along the way like i helped volunteered all that stuff along the way the past 18 years but now i i need to be able to uh, when i got to that i won't lose stages like i need to be ultimately successful monetarily so that i can give back and change somebody's perspective like if you're a ceo of 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 bt or whatever you can be like hey i'm gonna put you in this position and because of your skills and this this and that changes somebody's life and that's yeah. where we we can get to i'm not saying don't help along the way but we <laughs> but to be but but to really truly help somebody you need to pull them up. It's not crabs in a barrel. <laughs> it's not crabs in a barrel. We we can't do that. You have to be able to pull somebody up. And, and we can't pull each other up while we both stuck in the same situation.
1: And I feel like just because you're pulling somebody up don't mean you're not still on your grind. Right. So, And sometimes, like I, like you, like let's say you have a, a mentee. Sometimes they might have to take a back seat. You know, I know I picked you up on Tuesday. I know we talk every Tuesday. But I gotta meet, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this meeting is very important. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. the The train does not stop. <laughs> you can hop off the train, and I can teach you stuff on the way to my goal. But this train is never gonna stop.
0: Right, right. And and and, and that's 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 valuable right there because you know we all in our on our own success journey. And like I get get a lot. I mean. I, I think I don't I may not get it a lot, but it just sticks out in my mind of like all throughout this time. Like I was in the American Humanities Organization in 2003, you know, and I continued volunteering and everything for the past 18 years. Like I've I've done volunteering on my way to getting to where I am now. I continue to do it. That doesn't stop. And when I have people talk to me and be like, oh, you should volunteer for this or whatever, I am done. Like, I will volunteer on my own terms. But if I've put in thousands of hours volunteering already in my lifetime and and you ain't volunteering that much and you telling me to volunteer and not worry about money, like, no, nah, I'm going after this money now. Like, I put in my time. I'm going after the money and if you can't yeah, help right. me figure out the money, then then get out of my way because I will not lose. Like, I'm losing because cause I, I'm telling you for, <laughs> shoot, it, 10 years after my master's degree. So two, uh, uh, 2019, July 2019 was the first time I got a job that paid me more than $30,000 a year. 10 years after my, that is 17 years. <laughs> Seventeen yeah. years yeah. Of, of hustle and bustle. You telling me are you are you willing to put in that time? <laughs>
1: Some people ain't.
0: Most people, people ain't. <laughs> you <laughs> but but that time would like it it's 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 the return on it the return on that investment is is crucial and that's what I preach. Like I get we can make that learning curve um a little I mean shorten your learning curve. Yes, that's what that's that's the ultimate goal is to be able to shorten that learning curve. But you're going to yeah. still have yeah. to to um to do whatever you really want to do and to be uh real you're going to have to put in that work, that grind. Yes. But yeah. hey, if you it, 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 the the thing that I I see a lot and you know, you can speak to it a little bit um uh, is that like we just, as a culture, don't know how to put it together. Like, we get we get resources and things, and um, there's programs out there, but we don't, we can't, there's nothing out there to put it together. Like, I, I took some kids to a, a men of color conference, and they yeah. were like, you, we're giving you all this information, all this information, use it. How do you use it? You know what I mean? That's that's crazy. We don't know how to use the information, and that's that's a big premise of what work hard is. This probably this came in my podcast. I'm supposed to have you on talking. <laughs> my bad, man. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, but you know, th- how do we put it all together? Like from an early age, so that when they come out, they you don't necessarily have to know what you want to do after high school or whatever. But just have the tools necessary to, to put yourself in a better position than what you came from.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I feel like since we start so far behind in your average privileged individual, because I feel like since like you have a household where they don't have to worry about check to check and work and working. 40-plus hours a week. They have salary jobs mm-hmm. where they don't have to worry about, you know, uh, health care or anything like that. They can really focus on uh, guiding their child and putting them like, oh, well, let's see what this is about. Let's try this. And that's what a lot of privileged families do. They throw their kid in everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you said, Like you said, you do everything, and then you do the reverse engineering to see Like, oh, well, what should my next move be? Because I really did good right here. So I feel like that's kind of what gives those privileged kids the confidence. Well, Mm -hmm. I've done this before, and Mm -hmm. I'm not bad, and I have a connection, and I have those cognitive things that I can go back and connect with, and I already feel confident and successful and whatever's going to come my way. When we are in a household where our parents are surviving, Mm -hmm. it's survival. We're we're always in a pandemic, always. That's that, that's the uh the, the the temperature in the room when it when we come home because it's like oh well, I got to do this I can't get sick the car can't go out if the car go out and I already and rent is and mm-hmm. blah 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 so it's always a race so I don't have time to say oh well you can sing oh you really have a nice spirit let's. Put you in these piano lessons, right? Oh, you you're pretty athletic. Let's uh put you in gymnastics. We don't get those opportunities, so it's it's hard to like you like you were saying. How do you put it all together? It's hard to put it all together as a, a child because mm-hmm. you have to put it together as a child when you don't have that uh, adult. That's helping
0: you put it all together, and and you don't know what you don't know. That's why I like working with kids. You you they just don't know what they don't know. So I I get to speak freely because <laughs> I mean I don't have all the answers, but with with my philosophy, with my formula for success, like I can pinpoint the what what needs to are uh, what what needs a little work. And that's what I do with every... If I speak to somebody, they they want to do this, that, and I just start going through it in my head because I've been doing it for so long. That's what made me successful in uh, undergrad is because I knew what my goal was in all these different areas. So then I could position myself to be, to to to, to make sure that I accomplished everything that I needed. Like, didn't want... Like, I'm telling you, Mike, <laughs> Mike Nobody told me to uh uh to to only focus on one thing. Nobody told me to focus on one thing until I had an idea. After and this was like recent the past five years, right? I had an idea uh-huh. to fund and run a life prep program for disadvantaged student athletes. I was like, this is how I'm gonna do it. I can speak to nonprofits, individuals, education, um, fitness all of this stuff, and I can create this. You know, I reverse engineered what I'm doing right now, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And nobody all the way up my whole life told me that I had to focus on one thing. You know, could you imagine if somebody would have told me just focus on one thing in undergrad and just been like...
1: You would have exploded it. (laughs) It would have had too much... Too much
0: like, dang. Or I wouldn't have been successful like uh, now. Oh, you know what I mean? Because right. it took yeah. away my my work hard, my that work ethic. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It took away. It was like, oh, just do this one thing and you will be all right. That's what I see in in Last Chance. You they like just do this one thing. This is your only shot. This is my only shot. No, it's not. <laughs> do everything a hundred percent. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to work hard in every single thing because you you probably only got one shot and you don't know which shot is going to give you that shot.
1: <laughs> I would never tell a student that. I would never tell anybody under my tutelage that this is, your, this, this is your only opportunity to be successful. And if
0: you're not successful in this exact thing, you won't be successful. But that's, that's our thinking. You you, you seen Last Chance You have you? Yeah, I saw But friends. that's that's I those kids them. thinking, that's, this the only yeah. shot I got. This, yeah. this the only and shot that, I got. That,
1: that can blow you off. It may, that's too much pressure at times. Exactly. Wanna, it depends on the student, but I know me. I probably would have rolled to the occasion, but I know a lot of people who would have been like, "Ah, oh, it's just too much. I just quit
0: you we already know the amount of pressure we already under you know what i mean and and we put ourselves under even more pressure because but then we don't even know if it's gonna work out so I, I understand the uh the um uh, putting the blinders on as far as being going to the league or whatever, but also <laughs> you gotta take those blinders off and kind of see what's what's surrounding you. You know what I mean? So we like college ain't the only way out. School ain't the only way out, but I tell people this all the time. We may not like school. It may not even be um conducive to success or whatever, but it's something that we are required to do, so we might as well get something out of it. And yeah. and what is what are those simple things out of it? It's it's those uh basic foundations of success, which is routine, um learning learning how you learn understanding what what makes you successful that's what that's what really from my analyzation of what what you went through that's what really helped you out you understood so david goggins they david, david goggins is one of the uh the the toughest men on the planet right he said he yeah. had to to study for any exam in his adult age because he had a learning disability in high school and stuff he just didn't want to learn he was like, he had to write every single word in every single book before he took a test for to be a a, a Navy SEAL. He had to write every single word. Uh, like he said, it took me 18 months to write every single word and to learn everything. He was like, but I just had to do it. That's how I learned. And he said, once I figured that out, everything else was simple. Yeah. <laughs> but you still he still had to do. It. He said that he did over six hundred thousand or whatever um, pull ups to get the world Guinness Book of World Record in pull ups. Six hundred
1: thousand.
0: That might be sixty thousand, six hundred thousand. It's a lot. That's a lot of pull ups to get one record <laughs> of a thousand. It's only like two thousand in a, in however many hours. What's something that we can use? Give me a, a few points that we that our listeners can um, use to 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 help on a success journey as far as education, whatever you want to call uh, whatever you want to talk about just just give us a little rundown of of what can help in our success journey.
1: I would say uh I do a couple of things myself uh i like I said, I'm a spiritual guy, so one of the things I always do is I always speak things out loud. I feel like when you hear yourself say something, you believe it. Even if you don't believe it initially, if you keep on saying it, it will sink into your uh, your consciousness and will like push you. So I always say, well, if I'm struggling with something, I always say the opposite of whatever I'm struggling with. I'm smart. I'm smart. I can do this. I'm a beast. Nothing can stop me. Things like that, I say to empower me. Also, my circle. I keep people who believe I'm successful, who believe I'm that guy, that I want to be around me. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe I'm that person, you cannot be around me. If you don't push me to be that person, hold me accountable to being that person, you cannot be around me. If you're pulling me, like you said, crabs in a bucket, the wrong way, you get cut off. No hard feelings to you. I just can't have that in my life because I'm in control of my destiny. Um, those are like two things. I, I can go on and on. Mm-hmm. Those just, I, speak posit- I speak positively about myself out loud. And and that includes praying and all that stuff. And I also keep people, uh, accountability partners around me. That They don't have to be accountability partners where it's like, you have to tell me this, you have to tell me that. It's just that they know the
0: person that you're wanting to be and they hold you accountable to being that person. Yeah. And it's no work on their part. They just they just let you know. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: They just let you know this is <laughs> this, this is what you said you wanted to be. So you are not looking yeah. like that. That's not what you said you was gonna act like. <laughs> it's just yeah. it, it ain't no work on their part. They just observe op- obser- observing what what yes. you said. Your process was like. But well, man, I appreciate that. I, I I don't know how how what what, what when this stopped but uh <laughs> we, we gonna uh we we gonna have this so when school comes back in session after school after we've been in school um this fall we gonna we're gonna make another episode we're gonna come back and uh and see what where we at and then Mike Mike Love is getting married yes, sir, <laughs> everybody yeah. congratulations um bye, yeah, bye. and I I if you if you have it on online, I will be there just I'll head to send an invite.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. it, it ain't gonna happen. Y'all just gonna have to table it until until everybody can be there.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm still working, man. Like we said,
0: we gotta speak it existence, the man. Speaking <laughs> exi- he said I'll buy the cameras and everything. Who who I need hey, to yeah. hire? <laughs> Yeah. All right, I man. I appreciate you, man, coming on. This was wonderful. Hey, we need to have conversations like this all day, every day. We it we're just it just open minded people. Like we we come from different backgrounds, different circumstances. It, it but we all have experiences, and and we can all help yeah. each other. You you helped me a lot. I'm telling you, right, just right here. We ain't talked in years, probably uh like this, but this is this is what it's all about. I was like, I know some good people. I know some successful yeah. people. So I was like, let me reach out to all of these people. I know in in our own right we successful. And and last point is that everybody almost everybody that I talk the black males that I talked to the past few episodes have come from a place where it was outside adversity we graduated during the great recession like yeah. the like the jason that's coming up next week uh, uh, andre he was you me like we we graduated and, and was expecting to start our lives during the great recession and we had to overcome that and and we're going to go through something i don't we don't know what it, if it's going to be a recession or what. it's already bad for a lot of people in this pandemic and stuff. But understand that every adversity comes with it, the seed of its equivalent advantage. We are where we are today because of that external okay. adversity. Yeah. It made us yeah. better. It made us better. And and that's uh-huh. what I want my listeners to understand. Like, yes, feel it, endure it, do, uh, it, but overcome it. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we have yeah. to overcome and thrive because of it, and I, I just wanted to say that at the end, I appreciate you coming on, uh, Mike and man, all all success to you, all power to you, keep doing what you do, yeah, my uh, brother. Uh, even though we don't talk that much, you know I'm here. It's like
1: <laughs> all, all love, always,
0: always. All right, man, have a good one, man. I'll talk to you later.
1: You too, Mike. You have a good one too. Appreciate
0: Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Success Is My Religion podcast. Go ahead and hit that five stars and leave me a review. And be sure to follow me on all social media platforms at work hard, Movement. I'm hard. I don't hard. Try to no sleep, I, don't I don't hard, hard. I won't, you won't lose. You won't, you won't lose. You won't, you won't lose. Time to execute. Ain't no limits to my brain, so feat. No you don't. Work hard.